Welcome to the Vitality Health Show, where we inform you about the latest advancements in alternative health care and the best health and wellness solutions to benefit your body, mind, and spirit. Now, here's your host, Stephanie Parrish. Good morning, friends, and welcome to the Vitality Health Show. I am your host, Stephanie Parrish, along with my co-host, Doug Crockett, and we are the voice of hope, healing, and miracles. Good morning, Doug. Good morning, Stephanie. It's a beautiful summer morning. Good to be here with everyone. We are loving the weather now. The rain's passed for a little bit, and we're loving it. Absolutely. First, we want to thank our sponsors, The Mindful Lab with Christine Erickson, where you can find clarity, connection, and peace. She is amazing working with especially young women. If she wants to, if you'd like to talk to her, contact her, get hold of her at mindfullab.net. Also, The Sunshine Family Hemp, nature's side of health. Find them at sunshinefamilyhemp.com. We love their products. Also, Abundance with Ellie, featuring Young Living Oils. There is an oil for that. Find her at abundancebyellie at gmail.com. We go through oils like crazy. It's I love, love, love the essential oils. Also, we want to invite you to check out our own Doug Crockett's Miracle Network or Miracle Show on YouTube, as well as all of the other social media. And his show is called Miracles When Heaven Touches Earth. And it is absolutely an amazing, amazing show. He does little snippets of people and their miracles that happen in their lives. And he is pumping them out right and left and almost at 60, I believe. Getting very close to coming on 60. (laughs) So we invite you to listen to that. And also in the next two weeks will be our 100th episode. So we invite everybody to keep listening to our show. We're so, I can't believe it's been a hundred episodes, but it's amazing. We are so excited. So we'll be doing some special things that day in two weeks when we do have our 100th episode show. So with that being said, we're very excited about this show. We've been waiting and waiting and waiting for this show to come come around so that we can have Taylor Jorgensen on here with us. And I'm going to turn over the microphone over to Doug so he can introduce Taylor and tell you a little bit more about why we invited him on because he is an amazing guy. Absolutely. It's my, my privilege to do that. I, uh, I have Taylor Jorgensen now uh, with us as a guest on our show today, but I want to talk about kind of how we connected uh, in that process. Years ago, when, when the inspiration came to do this Miracles uh, show that I do called Miracles When Heaven Touches Earth, I had various ideas of what to do about it or how to do it. And so I started to reach out to other people that might know more about the video side of things and what have you to get this put together. And so actually it was uh, Taylor's dad, Steve Jorgensen. And uh, he was a friend of mine back in junior high and high school, back in the good old days. Way back when. Way back. (laughs) Back before they invented rope. And so. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, way back. We had to ride our cows to school. and. Okay, it's back, in 80s, back in the 80s. <laughs> oh, okay, back then. Yeah. Okay. But uh, so we're friends back uh, back in junior high and high school. And so he reached out and said, you know, my son does does a really uh, good uh, show that he also does on Saints Unscripted, where he's got a lot of experience and a lot of stories that he's done there. Maybe you could work with him. And so I reached out to Taylor, and actually he had me on that show, Saints Unscripted, and I did an episode with him about my miracles and where things are moving forward. 
and that was a, a great experience. And then Taylor also gave me some direction on how to put things together in YouTube and what have you. And I still follow that direction. So he's been a great help. He's, his, uh, his family's been a friend of my family for decades. And, uh, and I appreciate that. But I appreciate now that I get to know the next generation and know Taylor a little bit more. So Taylor's my friend. And Taylor, we're glad to have you on the show. Welcome, hey. welcome. Hey, it's a pleasure. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Thank you. Uh, there's been a couple of things that you've done uh, with me and the show. Uh, I've been on your show. You've been on mine and you've had some great uh, miracle experiences that that I've shared on my podcast. And we'd love to hear about that and any other experiences you'd like to share with us with your vast uh, time with uh, St. Unscripted and all the people that you've interviewed there. There's a lot of stories there as well. So. Whatever you'd like to share with us, we'd love to hear it. So thank you, Taylor. Hey, well, <laughs> thank you very much. Um, yeah. So I guess for anyone, I guess for anyone who doesn't know, Saints Unscripted Word, uh, we we basically just it's all it's almost a little bit like your your miracles show yeah, done. Yeah. Um, and uh, but it's a, it's a YouTube channel. It's a it's a talk show essentially. We have people come on and share their uh, spiritual and religious experiences and, and insights. And, um, and I, I wasn't around like the whole time. Uh, I mean, they, I, I, I jumped on board after, after they had got started and it was, uh, okay. um, it was really, a, a an honor, a privilege. I got to be able to work a lot as a video editor. Mm -hmm. Um, that's how I originally got hired as they were starting a new mini series on the show oh. and uh, they needed an editor. So they, uh, I, I applied for the job and miraculously for some reason they I was I think I was like the sweet spot you know like I was pretty good but I wasn't so good that I could you know do better elsewhere you know he's like he's okay he's probably, you know I think that's why they kept they brought me on but well I, uh, they must love you because it's been at least two years now hadn't it uh yeah it's been uh let's see it was December 2018 is when I started oh long time good so, yeah, so it's been about three years now, three and a half, almost four. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's been a while. They've kept me around, and uh, we've done. I feel like we've been able to to do a lot of good things and help a lot of people, and and uh, yeah. and it's been really great. Um, go ahead. Yeah. So yeah. I know well, we had the experience. Maybe you could talk about uh, some experiences from yeah the show, or you can talk about your personal experiences. I remember we had the one that I appreciate you sharing on my, yeah. on my show. So if you'd like to talk about that, that'd be wonderful. Yeah, totally. Okay. Um, well, it, it, it's funny because like, in a way it sort of ties in to, I mean, that's why I was talking about the, the Saints Unscripted thing. So like right now I am, I'm a video guy. That's my career. I'm, I went to school at, uh, for it and all these different things. And it's, uh, it's what I love doing, but when I backtrack, like how I even got started, like in this career field, I could make, I could probably trace it all the way back to when I was, uh, I was 15 and uh, to this experience that, that you're referring to. Yeah. Uh, so like half of my life ago, I, <laughs> I turned 30. <laughs> so like half of my life ago, this started. So I was 15 years old and uh, 15 year old me had several problems. Uh, I had a, you know, I, I was Y'all very 15. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. 15 year olds. It's not a good time. So. Stuff, right. <laughs> yeah. I would, well, for one thing, I was, uh, 
I had a terrible haircut. I had my, my haircut made my head look like a, a great big mushroom. And no one ever told me about this fact. And it's only <laughs> now looking back at photographs that I realized that. But so that was one big problem. Uh, another problem I had, I was very anti-social. Uh, I, I had the social skills like of a tire swing. I, I couldn't, couldn't relate to anyone, couldn't get my voice heard by anyone. And uh, I just really struggled to make friends and make connections. And I think that's a, that's a common problem for, for people to have. And there's nothing necessarily wrong if you want to keep to yourself, you know. Um, there's nothing wrong with being introverted. But that was something that I was like really trying to, to change about my life. You know, I, I was starting to crave more, more people. Um, that's great. And the, and the third thing, I was... I was heavily addicted to video games. Uh, mm. Back in the day, at the, particularly, uh, I was addicted to the, people might remember the Halo franchise. Uh, it was Halo 2, Halo 3 was coming out like that year, that September. And it was like all I could think about and all I could do. And there's, you know, just like being introverted, there's nothing wrong with liking video games. But for me, I think it was like a serious problem. And I think it was actually part of the reason that I struggled to uh, to socialize and that sort of thing, because I spent all my time and all my energy focused on this one thing, you know. And uh, so, like I said, so there was this, there's this Halo series, you know, there's Halo 1 and 2 and Halo 3 was coming out and it was like the biggest thing ever. And uh, I the had the biggest thing in your world, in my, in my world. Yes, it was the biggest thing. Yeah. And not just because the game was coming out, but because it was coming out on a new console. Um, I had taken $500 of my own money um, and bought this, this console just so I could play it. And it was like, it was the Halo 3 edition of the console. And I had like, pre-ordered this special edition of the game that was $150. And so like as a 15 year old, that was every that's a lot of money. Yeah. My whole life up to that point was just yeah. all centered on this thing. It was basically, you know, you could say it was my kingdom, my world, you know? <laughs> and so that was coming out like in September. Right. And school starts, uh, just like a few weeks before that. And I decide like this school year is the year that I'm going to, I'm going to make things change. You know, I'm going to try to be a different guy. I'm going to try to like actually talk to people and make friends for a change. Um, and uh, it sounds silly, but in particular uh, at the time, this was really important. Uh, but in particular, there was a girl that I really wanted to talk to, you know, right yeah and so i i remember there was this time i was i was praying because no one else on the planet could help me uh the only one capable of helping me was was god right and so i was i was praying in my bed one night and uh and i was just asking for help you know i had read in the scriptures that uh you know people like moses and and, and enoch who you know, we're, we're slow of speech, you know, they say, mm -hmm. and God was able to open their mouths and fill it with words. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I really needed. And that's something that I took hope in, you know, 
like God can help me talk to these people, talk to specifically this girl, right? And uh, so I'm I'm praying, and and I ask I ask God to to help me talk to this girl, and almost well, immediately. Pardon me. Yeah, I I love what you're saying, and it's interesting. You can be that specific when you ask God for help. It's not yeah. just generalistic, help me to be okay. It's like, okay, this is a specific piece that I'm really trying to get through. And I appreciate that. Yeah. And it was, it, it was very specific. And it's funny because in retrospect to me now, it seems very silly for me to be so invested in this, uh, you know, and, <laughs> but, and for God, I'm sure that it was similar, you know, he's like, Taylor, you've got a lot of problems that I can help out. <laughs> You're choosing to focus on this. But I mean, because it was that because it was that important to me, I think that's why it was important to him. Right. I agree. 100 percent Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. So so there I am praying for help. I'm like, I need you to help me talk to this this girl. I don't know even how to talk. I'm <laughs> like, yeah. I, I struggle with everything. And uh and and right away, uh, clear as as day as as anything that I've ever heard or experienced, um, I I received an answer. And it wasn't something that that I expected at all, but it was these very firm words that just entered with so much force into my mind. Okay. And it said, "Stop playing Halo." And this is like two weeks before Halo 3 comes out, you know. You've already spent <laughs> so all like, your money. <laughs> yeah. And so I just like freeze there for a second. And then I just end my prayer. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not talking to you anymore. I don't want to, <laughs> I'm not going to pursue this. I'm going to pretend it didn't happen. And I go to right. bed. Not the answer I wanted. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And so I decide, you know, for a few weeks, I try to you know, tackle this thing on my own and I make a fool of myself and, you know, time uh, after time, and I'm never successful in any degree. Um, and so naturally I turn back to God, you know, pretending that last time didn't happen. And so I, <laughs> I go to him again and, and with the exact same response, exact same force and exact same clarity, said stop playing halo wow and and i was like but i don't like i don't want to stop playing like i wasn't just playing the games i was like writing my own fan fictions i was reading the books i was collecting the figurines and like it was all <laughs> over the place it was out of control. Yeah, obsession <laughs> yeah and it was like my entire room had like posters and all this stuff and it was just a mess so I'm just like, I can't, I can't bring myself to do this. You know, I can't. And I, uh, I sat there for a minute and I just let's, sort of. Let's, let's talk on that for a second. Bring myself to do this. I think a lot of people for a lot of reasons get stuck in that place. What's being asked is too much. It's too hard. Right. It's a it's, sacrifice. Oh, it's a major sacrifice. And so perhaps then the prayer shifts over to help me to do what you've asked me to do because I don't know <laughs> to do that. If I, if I had known any better, that's that's probably something that I could have said. Yeah, 15-year-old mind just thinking something well, else, yeah, right? right. <laughs> yeah, I'm just stuck on the, 
on the the sacrifice. It's like no part. way yeah. am I giving up my halo. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. it's such a big deal. Yeah, but you know, I I sat there and I was like, I was like, okay, I'll I'll make a deal with you. Okay, mm. <laughs> we'll compromise. Also I said, a little scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, you know, I commend myself for being this bold with, you know. God, but I told him, I was like, okay, what if the game comes out? I'll play through it one time, like as fast as I can. I'll just play through the campaign. That's all I want. That's all I care about. I just want to play through the campaign once and then I'm done. I'll get rid of everything. I'll put it all away and I'll move on. And I, <laughs> and I, I felt this, it was like, the only way I can think to describe it is it felt like I had warm water, like being poured in inside my brain. And it like, and it, and it flowed down my spine and just sort of filled me up. Mm. And it was this, it, it felt like this, uh, this notion that it, that was accepted, mm. you know? And in that moment, we kind of made this, this, casual covenant <laughs> but are any covenants with god casual i don't know um but it was just between me and him and and so that's what i did the the video game came out and i played through it one time uh it took me about two days <laughs> wow. and and then i i put it away and i i went to my room i took down all the posters um i gave all my I gave all my figurines to my brother and uh, I did away with, with all of it. And wow, it was kind of, it, it was surreal because it felt like I was almost in a, in a trance-like state. I don't know if I was just like trying to numb myself or if I was like actually okay with it, you know, because I had decided ahead of time, this is what's gonna happen, you know? And by the time it came to that point, I felt okay um doing all this and i remember after that like a great step of faith a great step of faith yeah well and it was it was hard too like the because it wasn't just me that was affected it was like my brother played it a lot and every time you know he would always be asking me to play and i would always tell him no mm. and i and i never really explained to anyone uh, but i refused to play with him uh which he never understood as as a kid and, that's a good point and and my mom was really mad that i had spent all this money <laughs> and now i just had stopped playing suddenly and uh so it, it 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 affected a lot of different areas of life and i to this day i haven't played halo ever again um oh. and just sort of as a as a byproduct like by cutting that one out this wasn't part of my my deal quote unquote, <laughs> but I just sort of stopped playing video games altogether. Um, and as a, as that's a, result, a huge transition. Yeah, that's a it, huge it, transition. It is. And what's so interesting is that year I, I specifically, I was, you know, looking to talk to this girl and that's the big question. Like, did we ever, you know, did I ever talk to her? Did anything ever work out? And the funny thing is uh, we never ended up dating. Uh, but we actually did become really good friends for about the next 10 years. Uh, and I, there were a lot of other people, not just her, but like, I, I made 
somewhere in the in the area of like 15 friends that year and they weren't just like come and go kinds of friends like they're friends that I'm still friends with today um they were all were we were all uh just best friends and um that's awesome and as a result there were a lot of different things so that like I gained a lot more confidence and I got a new haircut that was good Um, (laughs) and uh that's important good job right thank (laughs) you but then then I I had these people that just sort of like appeared out of nowhere and were suddenly just kind of by my side a lot and I was still the quiet kid um but I decided because I had friends uh to join like social dance right uh because it might be fun and uh then social dance became like a huge part of my of my life and I was in the ballroom dance team for the next four years of high school Mm. ended up lettering in it um just really broke out of myself out of my shyness um and because I had this circle of friends who were with me all the time I had that confidence that bravery to be myself and to be who I I wanted to be and I wasn't ever worried about what they thought of, about what anyone thought of me because I knew that I knew how they thought of me, you know? Right. Um, incredible and, bravery. I agree with you. That's incredible bravery to do that. Life changes are not easy to do. Isn't it? Right. And it's just wild. Like I look back at myself during that time and I, I was braver then than I am now. Like I was doing things and being a kind of person that I, I would struggle to be with even, you know, today because I've kind of, you know, gotten you know after covid and quarantine and everything you know we all kind of undergo these social changes <laughs> so i still like admire myself at 17 like being this kid uh who was just a radically different completely different person from when i was 15 and uh as a result like at some point as a result of all that confidence like me and my friends started making youtube videos um and i realized that i had this enormous passion and love for for filming and writing and making people laugh. I, I think that's what I really gravitated to is like, if I can make something that will bring joy to somebody else, if I can make somebody else laugh, then, then that was what made it worth it. But we started making these, these stupid YouTube videos and throwing them up on, on the internet for the whole world to see. And, <laughs> and, I, and I remember I was talking about it one time, uh, just at home in the kitchen and my sister just sort of, I think I had been probably talking about it for nonstop for like a half an hour or something, you know. And my sister finally just looks at me and she's like, I think you found your purpose. Mm. And that and that stuck with me for a long time. I agree. Um, I, I wanted to wow. do, you're kind of finding how you fit into things. Yeah. And you became a lot more productive, a lot more happy. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. A lot more expressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I don't think I would have ever done this if I <laughs> if I hadn't, you know, been through this thing. And so, you know, 15-year-old me was focused and fixated on this one thing that I wanted from from God. And he basically he flipped it on me and he's like, okay, you want that? I want this from you. And wow. and at the time it was like my entire world. I didn't have anything else. I didn't have any friends yet to bank on. I didn't have any other interests or hobbies. I wasn't a dancer. I wasn't a YouTuber. I, uh, I didn't do anything. And so I just sort of, I, I had to become a new 
kid, a new person and start from scratch. And as a result, God gave me more than what I was looking for. It's like he knew what what problems I really needed to, to, to be solved in my 15-year-old life. And he literally, he solved all of them. Uh, like, I don't think I would have been the type of kid that I was without his help. And I don't think I'd be the kind of man I am today if it weren't for that transformative experience. And uh, I so I, yeah. You asked for a certain thing and God actually, as a result of this whole process, gave you more than you were even asking for. Right. More blessings. Much and as more. Doug said, I love the fact that you asked very specific, you know, in a 15 year old mind, that was very, very specific. But even for us as adults, you know, we're finding you ask very, very specific. God knows everything about us. He knows everything we need and everything we, we desire and what, what is going to be best for us. And where, where you were led to this, helping so many people and doing such incredible work out now, like you said, where would you have been <laughs> had yeah, you not asked that specific probably. prayer? Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's fascinating. Yeah, absolutely fascinating. Um, yeah, and I still have like all those friends are still around. I mean, we don't talk as much, but that's life, you know. Uh, but we but still they're have, still there so if you need to call still on. Stay huh? in contact. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So it's it, it's really interesting to for me to reflect on. Yeah. Um, that one one decision determined the rest of my life. Like if I hadn't made that decision, I don't. I honestly don't know who I who I would be at this point. So Taylor, before we go to break, what's coming to my mind is, was there any of the people that became your friends that are going like, who are you? Where did you come from? Because you still lived in the same area, right? You were still probably went to school with all these guys forever, but all of a sudden, who is this guy? <laughs> yeah. No, it was, it really was that way. And I, what's interesting, I went to a private school. So we actually, I didn't live in the same area as the, as the guys, okay. the, the people who became my friends. Um, we all, you know, collected at this one school, but yeah, like there were a lot of people who became my friend who had known me for uh, at least two years before this. Yeah. And they didn't know my name. Uh, there was, and the, the high school that I was in, literally consisted of about 60 people and in a class wow. in, in a high school of 60 people you don't know a kid's name that's saying a lot and right and so they like, people didn't know who I was and I would just sort of sit quietly in the back corners never honestly never spoke a word to to anybody and like to hear my voice was an anomaly you know and so like they were really a lot of them were really shocked and I would get comments for years to come <laughs> every time i did something new that was outrageous like you know performing in some <laughs> dance number and doing something particularly you know crazy uh i would get a comment like could this be the same kid like i can't believe this is that you're the same kid that used to just sit in the back of the class yeah and uh i would yeah i would get comments all the time i love it i love it i i appreciate that it's similar well after the break we can talk about similar times in all of our lives but i remember that was for me it was my sophomore year where things changed and i could tell because the, the notes in my yearbook were changing 
And so it's like, oh, yeah, that's a good so, indicator, right? Yeah, it is. It is. So love it. Well, let's see. I think uh, Stephanie's kind of frozen here for a little bit. So we're going to go ahead and take a break and we'll come back. Recording after, stopped. We'll come back after our uh, two minute break in the middle of the commercials and we'll come back with Taylor Jorgensen. Thank you very much. Friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Hello, friend. My name is Ellie Meadows, and this message is for you. If you are looking for more abundance in your life, in your health, your finances, your love life, your joy, then I invite you to connect with me alongside Jack Canfield, America's number one success coach, where we will work together to co-create the abundant life that you deserve. I'm accepting new partnerships through the end of this month. Please visit my website, AbundanceWithElly.com, to learn more. Wishing you a blessed and abundant day. Learn more about the products and equipment discussed by Stephanie and her guests on the show by visiting MyVitalityHealthSolutions.com. We've done the research for you and selected proven, high-quality brands at competitive prices from companies you can trust. Drugs and surgery are not your only options. Discover the exciting alternative therapies and health and wellness products that are helping people to reclaim their health and enjoy a higher quality of life. That's MyVitalityHealthSolutions.com. Isn't it interesting how we can be physically disconnected from others and yet be personally affected by the change and confusion of the world around us? We want moments of clarity and peace, and we need to feel connected to others in positive ways. A mindfulness practice can help decrease stress, increase feelings of well-being, and help us be more connected to those around us. To find out how mindfulness can do all this, go to mindfullab.net. You'll find tools and resources to start your mindfulness journey today at mindfullab.net. If you're looking for the highest quality CBD products on the market, visit sunshinefamilyhemp.com. Sunshine Family Hemp is a family-owned business located in the mountains of northern Utah. Our full-spectrum oral and topical products contain no artificial ingredients and are third-party tested by a DEA-certified lab. Online ordering is easy, and we ship nationwide. Sunshine Family Hemp has been in business since 2019 and is legally certified at both the state and federal level. Visit sunshinefamilyhemp.com today. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You're listening to the Vitality Health Show with Stephanie Parrish. If you have a question for Stephanie or her guest, please email contact at myvitalityhealthsolutions.com. Now, back to the Vitality Health Show. Welcome back, friends. We are having a great conversation, Doug and I, here with our guest, Taylor Jorgensen. If you were listening to us, the first part, he was talking about how he was the Halo King, basically, and that's all he did and spent all of his money to get Halo and then decided he probably needs to change a few things around when he was 15 and asked for God's help in doing that. And he got a different answer than he thought he would get. So he, he made a deal with him. (laughs) how many of us have done that so i know i have many times okay you got this but i gotta do this first so i know i know i've done that too and i'm sure most of us have out there but it worked in his behalf and he's got a 
huge group of friends and he's doing amazing, amazing things right now. And just before we left for the break, I, I was just really into what you were saying, but I do want to ask you because as a mother of children, not a child, but children that were very, very, very into video games. And it was like prying him away from the video games who are now doing very successful things in their life. I want to know what your parents and your siblings said when this transformation happened, you just made a deal with heavenly father. You'd play it one time and then you put it away and you did. I mean, that takes huge strength to do that. Great strength. Yes. Uh, so tell yeah. us a bit about your family's reaction. Yeah. Um, so I had, I had varying reactions across the board. Uh, and that's primarily because my, my parents were separated. Mm -hmm. So, so I had two different functioning families, right? Uh, two different houses, homes, you could say. And, uh, so on, on one hand, I had my parents, uh, my, 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 sorry, when I say parents, I use that to, to describe my dad and my stepmom. Um, okay. because yeah, long story. Anyway, uh, my dad and my stepmom, and, uh, they were actually, uh, running the private school I was attending. Oh. So they actually oh, okay. they actually had like a you know a a, a straight you know first hand uh, knowledge of what I was like at school. Right. <laughs> and, and they did not approve of me getting Halo in the first place. Uh, <laughs> as a 15 year old kid it was a it's a rated M for mature game. Right. Uh, I think it's like technically 17 and up so Officially, I shouldn't even be playing this thing, but because I had been at my mom's house, my mom was much more relaxed and kind of, you know, do what makes you happy kind of a philosophy, which is <laughs> no, which is great and it works for a lot of people. And uh, but she that was kind of her thing, and so she let us play Halo. So then I'm at my dad's house playing Halo, and they're just like, okay, well, his mom lets him do it, like whatever. So I think they were. I I never heard any reaction from them at all when I stopped playing this game. I think they were just like wow. keeping quiet and silently crossing their fingers, just hoping that I <laughs> continued to not play it anymore. Like if they said anything, I might remember the game or something. I don't know. <laughs> but, but I think they they did see uh, the the difference. I mean, it wasn't like, we. I tell the story in five minutes and, and it sounds like it was overnight. It, it was a definitely a gradual thing. Uh, and that, that first year, I, I made a lot of friends, but I wasn't, like, like pushing myself out of my shell quite yet. Like, that would definitely escalate over the next few years. But uh, they definitely saw a change, um, especially in, in my friend group and in my, just in my demeanor, like, when I would, when I would come home. Um, I think I was just generally happier. I, that sounds like it's too simple of a word, but I, I think I just, I was more at, at peace. Um, There's room for it there. Now that you're not plugging all that stuff from the video games into your mind. Right. There's room for peace and room for, for calm and joy. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, and that's not to say that, that video games for everyone are that way, you know, uh, I mean, like, especially in today's modern age, a lot of people have this pastime 
and it's great that's fine like that's the way that you calm down and you you know you wind down your your system and you de-escalate and whatever it's yeah. just when when it becomes something that consumes you and uh and as as a 15 year old with adhd that's what it was doing to me and yeah. so any anything that consumes you as a person should probably be something that you step away from just as a general rule um okay. but anyway i but when it so that was my my mom and you know my, my stepmom and my dad and I think they were just sort of you know hoping that it continued that way and and meanwhile at, at my mom's house on the other hand she was like she was very much of this mindset like I said like do what makes you happy and you know playing these games like you love these games and you spent all this money and like this is everything you are and she had you know, understandably, she had spent a lot of money, you know, buying stuff for me for birthdays and for Christmas. And, right. uh, and so I think on some level, like she felt a little bit hurt by it. Like maybe it was a, a little Betrayed. bit. Betrayed. <laughs> right. Because, and, and just recently, I think like within the last few months of, you know, leading up to this event, I had just like, I had begged her for a particular thing. I was really into Legos and i wanted to build you know halo things out of legos not like mega blocks because i think mega blocks created a halo brand you know lego oh, but like right. it was like the lego brand and i built my own stuff and yeah. she had bought <laughs> she had bought very particular pieces and customized like stickers that i could put on the on the figurines and stuff and i begged her for weeks to get it and then you know here i am and i get rid of all of it and i think she was kind of, <laughs> I think she was upset and confused. Uh, and I wish that I had talked about this experience with somebody, mm. you know, because it was probably, uh, I want to say probably 10 years before I told anyone about this experience. Not because mm. I was like, not because it was incredibly private or personal. I just didn't think anyone would believe me. And it would just kind of be this silly thing. Like, yeah you, you made a deal with god over halo like what what is that yeah. you know it just sounds right. it, it sounds kind of kind of silly but it was a very real experience and so i didn't want to open myself up to that kind of attention i guess yeah um very but but they you know but she she was she was kind of upset and like i said my brother um my, my younger brother was really annoyed and you know confused and I think he may have taken it personally uh because I I struggled you know as a teenager to be like a good big brother I think um and this was something that he was really into and I I look back at that and I'm like if I had if I had been playing video games I probably would have been able to connect with my younger brother a lot better but uh because I had cut that off that was no longer an option and so i had to so did to... he ever wonder why you didn't give him the game um or did you well, I, I essentially <laughs> did yeah like everything okay. that i everything that i had i basically just sort of bequeathed to him because yeah. it had all previously yeah. been in my room like that was right. that was my room it was uh my mom had even painted we had moved into a new house and mm -hmm. they, they finished the basement and they customized each of the kids bedrooms <laughs> it, was, it was like a an and yours was a halo bedroom 
Mine, <laughs> mine was the Xbox and Halo bedroom. That's what it was. <laughs> and so, like, the console and the games were all in my room. Uh, but, you know, after this, I, I just sort of, I moved it all out of my room. And it either went to my brother or into, like, you know, the living room or whatever. And uh, and I just would say no. I just wouldn't I wouldn't play it anymore. And, uh, you know, my siblings would all get together and we'd have, like, a Halo party. And I would sit and I would watch. Um, and people, were, people would, like, try to pass me the controller. And I would just say, no, don't want to play. And uh, it was... That extremely- had to have been hard. Very it, hard. Yeah. You know, it... What's strange is that it it wasn't actually that difficult. I think there was like this this sense of responsibility that that took over. Like right. you made is, a commitment. Yeah, um, this is something I decided, and and part of me knew what was at stake. <laughs> like this is what I wanted. You know, I knew what I had asked for in return, and now that I had actually started to make friends. I was afraid that if I, you know, if I went back on my promise, I might lose that support from God again. Right. And, I, and I have no way of, of knowing for sure or telling what, you know, if, if that was, if that was true or not, but like, I don't know if I would suddenly lose friends magically because I started playing a video game again, but I think that it probably, if I allowed it to get back to the, you know, if I went back to playing video games and being as obsessed with this thing as, as I was before, um, I, I probably would be, find myself content to be there and not try to push myself in other ways like I ended up doing. And oh. so, and so in that way, I, you could probably argue that I would lose opportunities and experiences by going back on my promise. But right. I don't know that I would have, you know, magically lost friends <laughs> or something. That's but, interesting. So that may stop the momentum that you achieved with these changes. It may stop that momentum to move forward to anything else that you say God had not planned for you. Yes. Very eloquent. You said it more concisely than I could have. That was well, good. <laughs> but no, that makes sense. And I appreciate what you're saying, too, because a video game or whatever it is that takes us over, that takes us down a path that we want to get off of and can't or we're on a path we don't even know is not a good path we just know things are not that happy so what's going on so mm-hmm. those are hard decisions and, and this is a great story for a for a teenager and for an adult because there's lots of things that everyone's going through how do i do this how do i do that i want to do this and can i have the courage do i have the courage to move forward in whatever the next direction is mm-hmm. and for some people it's you know, it's social media for, you know, for other people, maybe it's pornography or, you know, whatever, whatever it might be. We all have different addictions that tend to consume us. Mm-hmm. And if we're not paying attention, we might miss the fact that it is consuming us, you know. Um, but well, usually, yeah. like, the things that we want most of all are the things that we're not even aware that we're missing out on. Right. Well, yeah, it's true. So as you've moved on to other productive elements of your adult life now, uh, and then I'm a beneficiary of that, by the way, I I think I said that at the beginning. I I still uh, argue that I I did next to nothing, Doug. I think I think I I helped you like a little bit. I nudged you in the right direction, but you've you've really taken 
taking sometimes that that's all we need we just need somebody to believe in us and put us in the right direction you know actually that's right and, and i appreciate that Taylor. well yeah it, it was a nudge in the right direction show me how to do a couple of things like oh okay i can just do this now i'll just do this and then all of a sudden things open up and, and uh bloom is a good description i guess for that so yeah. but you've been very Absolutely. it's been wonderful and, and you've had a lot of experiences with others that you've had on your show also that have talked about big time changes. I need to try to change myself. This is what I'm seeing in the world. This is what I'm seeing in me. And I know you've had some really wonderful experiences with other people that have talked about these kinds of things also. Um, yeah. So, uh, so you're asking about like just what, what I've done yeah. since then, since then kind of as an adult now you're on to other things. Well, uh, Saints Unscripted, of course, and then other things. But what are some of the, the blessings you're seeing now from these changes that have happened? A lot. Well, I think, you know, uh, the most important blessing, I think the most important long-term blessing from this experience was I, I suddenly, I, I learned something about God. Mm. Uh, and, and that was that you can make you can make covenants with him mm. and it, mm-hmm. and it doesn't require a big show. Uh, it doesn't require anyone else. It can be just between you and him on your bunk bed, you know, right before bed. And like, all you need is just, a, you know, a sacrifice. And I learned what God sounded like to me. I, I learned how he sounded and how to recognize him because obviously I'm seeing fruits of this exchange. Right. And, so I knew God had to be involved in some way. I had no other way of explaining why giving up video games was, you know, turning me into this person. And so I just sort of, I, I, I suddenly, I knew how to contact God. Okay. Uh, That's and, huge. Yeah. And it was, uh, it was, a, it was a huge deal because I, I ended up, uh, I, I, I served a, a, a mission, um, you know, sharing the sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ with people, and I had like very similar experiences with God, you know, throughout that time, um, and I wouldn't have been as confident or would have known what how to how to receive answers from God and how to tell people and teach people like this is you know you, this is the kind of attitude you need to have. You need to be willing and open and like sometimes we need to give up things that we, we think we want. And it, it gave me a, a really solid ground of, uh, of how our relationships with God, uh, you know, can look. Um, and so for, so for people. Often, did that help uh, with people that, because sometimes people, and understandably, they, they, they fear God. They're scared to make a change, scared to talk to them about it, that he's maybe going to come back and say, well, you you're a bad boy, bad girl, whatever. Right. But, yeah. But you said it wasn't like that. Yeah, it really wasn't. And even when I pushed back a little bit, mm. uh, you know, I was like, I, I, you don't want to make a habit out of it. I'm sure. But like, you can push a little bit, you know, like this is something, you know, that matters. And it was, it didn't void uh, any blessings um, or take any of those away. Uh but yeah, you're right. I think people do tend to to fear God or to feel that he's distant or far away or out there or that he wouldn't care about this or that or the other thing. And it's just not 
it's just not true. Uh, and that, and I could speak from experience to that point. And I think, um, I, I, if I had stayed in contact with everyone I talked to, I might know better whether or not I truly helped, you know, these people. But um, I like to to think, at least at the time, that it it seemed like it uh, like it helped them change their perspective on on God a little bit. And I and I helped. I feel like I, I hope that I helped a lot of people um, to learn how to talk and listen to God. That's actually very, very beneficial too. Because sometimes people, and I've and I've seen them before, they they just get frustrated with God. This is not going the way I thought it ought to, or those kinds of things. And with that frustration, they can sometimes turn that into, "Well, then I'm not going to talk to you anymore," or we just go, "Yeah, it's kind of throwing the towel." And that's and that's unfortunate. And that's part of the difficulty and and the the, the strength of an individual. Don't throw in the towel, even if you're frustrated and don't understand why a b and c are the way they are we just stick with them and say somehow i'm going to understand this someday and i'm not throwing in the towel i'm going to keep moving forward which i think is uh, this is also evidence of that yeah and and i was lucky because it was a low stakes contract <laughs> you know it was well said well said you know at, at the time it felt large but in retrospect you know I, I wasn't putting anyone's livelihood or financial stability at risk. And as an adult, it's much different. You know, you feel like you need to take a certain career path or go to a certain school or whatever. There's a lot of stakes. There's a lot of high stakes there. Um, so if you can, my heart. Yes, indeed. So if there's any way for people to start small, uh, I would try to encourage them to to start small first you know just to even if you just, just to build that that relationship with god you know that um that confidence with him so that by the time you do need to make decisions that are bigger and have more have higher stakes it's uh you're not as terrified you know <laughs> it's it's a it makes it a little bit easier that's a very good point that's a very good point because you're right at different levels of life. It can be more terrifying when there's more at stake. Yeah. So I appreciate that. I personally appreciate that. That was excellent. <laughs> yeah. me too. So Taylor, give us a rundown of what you're doing right now. Where can they, again, where can they find you on Saints Unscripted? What else are you doing? I was watching some of your stuff. I was laughing like crazy. It's, you've got some really fun stuff on there yeah, lots of stuff. on all your different stuff you've got going on. So just kind of give us a brief rundown. We've only got a couple minutes left of where they can find your stuff, what you're doing and how they can contact you if they'd like to, or if they can yeah. help with anything. No. Yeah. Um, well, I'm, first of all, I'm terrible at social media, so it's hard, but I, it, it, it helps to be a part of Saints Unscripted because they help keep me involved you know so uh on youtube you can find us anywhere you could google us i mean we're on youtube facebook and instagram saints unscripted uh I, i've been a host with them since 2020 um but i've been editing the faith and beliefs series uh with a with a guy the host his name is david snell he's a brilliant guy lots of good things to say and I edit all of his videos and I try to make them engaging and entertaining and they're really fast and just kind of punchy and they're full of like good quality stuff. I'm not like just boasting. I'm saying like he fills it with good quality stuff and I supplement it with, you know, with the visuals, but they're, they're really good. So yeah, YouTube us on or Facebook or Instagram Saints Unscripted. Uh, you can also look me up personally if you want to. I don't 
keep like my YouTube channel up to date very well uh, or Facebook, but Taylor Jorgensen on, on YouTube and Facebook. Um, and then on, on Instagram, I'm TS Yorg. So okay. uh, if you really want to follow me there, you can, I don't, I can't guarantee I'm going to be posting tons because most <laughs> of my energy is going into Saints Unscripted at the moment. Right. But if you want to, I, that's totally, that's totally an option. <laughs> That's, that is so fun. Well, you're doing some really, really fun things. And, and I love that you're bringing everyday thoughts and everyday people and bring them to your show and, and find, let, giving their voice, giving, giving them a voice. Like you said, you didn't have a voice, giving them a voice because we can always learn from each other. That's what it's all about, right? We're learning from each other and we're understanding going, I can relate to that. Just like we're talking in the break totally relate to what you were going through with my kids <laughs> it's like well it, exactly. takes to, it takes courage to do what you did and it takes courage exactly. to, later to talk about it and say okay this seemed to help me maybe it'll help you that's that takes courage as an adult so thank you yeah yeah no thank you i i see it's at the point now where i love talking about it and anyone who will listen i'll, I'll share the story <laughs> Wonderful. yeah that that's a whole book in itself right there how to start talking right. that's right <laughs> i love it so we're gonna wrap today we really really appreciate you taylor and we thank you so much for being on the show with us and sharing yeah. those wonderful experiences i know that i got a lot out of it i always say after the shows that show was for me yeah. and that's what i'm saying today that show was for me okay. so i really appreciate that it's been a pleasure having you on and we thank you all for listening please make sure you stay tuned and share and, and like and subscribe and all that good stuff and everybody have a happy and healthy week we hope you enjoyed this episode of the vitality health show be sure to tune in next Thursday for another informative show with Stephanie Parrish and leading health and wellness experts. That's Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a wonderful, healthy week. Statements made and information provided on this program are for educational purposes only. They have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration and products discussed on this program are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The Vitality Health Show is not responsible for any misunderstandings or misapplication of information presented in this show. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel.